It's Tuesdays with Aaron. Here's Jason Wildey with Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers on ESPN Wisconsin. It is the Aaron Rodgers Show. Tuesdays with Aaron, Packers quarterback Aaron Rodgers. Slightly different time today with the uh, holiday and a work day on Tuesday. How you doing, buddy? Uh, I'm still under the weather. I was just, my first question to you, how's the calf, how's the flu bug, and have you gotten your 10,000 steps yet? <laughs> so just just to give people background, we don't get to usually do this. You were actually at your locker today. You spoke to the gathered media, and apparently, you, what do you have? You got a pedometer or Nike Flex uh, fuel band or a Fitbit? No, I kind of made that stuff up. I was teasing about that. Oh, I don't have a 10,000-step thing. <laughs> I think that's a good idea for anybody who wants to be active. Yeah, you, I got my full band. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's helped me. It, it motivates me a little bit. I didn't, didn't, really enough, know, I didn't really know how to expand on Mike's answer about what I did today at practice, so I just thought I'd make a little joke about oh, it. Okay, so you're, you, you made it funny. I tried. Um, okay. So but, yeah, the sickness is, is uh, it's dwindling a little bit, but it's still there. You do sound a little sick. Thanks. Still. Thanks a lot. I'm going to have to disinfect that headphone. You um, should, probably. <laughs> so you're playing Sunday, correct? Can we say that? Well, we'll see. It's early. You don't have to report anything on it's a Tuesday, so there's no injury reports out there yet. So uh, 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 a first-round by the division title is on the line. Yeah, not sure if the quarterback's going to start. What did I say after the game? Well, first you said, I'll be okay for the game, and then you said, well, I can't 100% guarantee everything. So, yeah, it's it's more like a John Kuhn guarantee, which is about seventy five percent of the time it actually works. Seventy five percent of the time it works every time. Right, right. Yep. Um, you had the bye after the New Orleans game where you hurt your hamstring, so you had more time for it to heal before your next game. Is it is it fair to say that you won't be the calf won't be at one hundred percent regardless of? No, I don't think that's fair to say. Okay, you think there'll be there's enough time for it to. Be 100% normal. I'm going to be very vague there, here. I think there's a chance it could be 100%, and a chance it might not be. All right. Um, if it's not, do you have to take that into account with how you play and how you game plan? No, probably not. Okay. All right. um, I realize you have this calf issue, uh, and no one is 100% healthy, but you had all 53 guys practicing today, at least at some level. Uh how crazy is that, given all the injuries you guys have suffered through over the years? And is that a confirmation of everything you personally did on your own the off season? everything McCarthy's done to change things? What does that say that the last week of the season you got everybody practicing? Yeah, I didn't know that. That's pretty amazing. Uh, that's got to be a first round here forever. Uh, I mean, different people are going to interpret that in their own ways. But, uh, yeah, I think... Mark Levitt and strength staff has got to be pretty happy about that, the way they've trained us. And then Mike, I'm sure, is pretty happy with the schedule. Um, the stay day seems to be working out. Um, can you can you, can you you just, now that the season's almost over, you, can you give a, people a little bit of an explanation of what that means? Still no? It's a competitive advantage. Really? Massages sure. are a competitive advantage? <laughs> well, you know what, I, I just think, I think it's a reminder as, as much as anything. I mean, we, we get our... Uh, um, you know our personal rehab days in there, but it's a reminder that you you kind of have to do you have to do more on your own. You have to, um, you know, 
make sure you're keeping yourself in tip-top shape and take care of your body. You know, whether that's, you know, massages outside the stadium or, or bringing in different uh, specialists. Um, you know, since my hamstring, I've uh, been getting some acupuncture work, which I think has really been helping uh, helping me. So, you know, everybody has their own kind of remedies uh, to keep their bodies in shape. Um, but uh, the state day, if anything, has, has reminded the young guys how important that is, uh, taking care of your bodies at least one day a week. So it's been good for all of us, and, and uh, we've had some good fortune with, with, the, uh, with the injuries. I still think it's interesting that you don't like shots, but you're okay with uh, acupuncture. Is it that different? Yes. Okay. All right. I think so. Getting my blood drawn at the beginning of the year is, is you know, I, there were a couple of years where I tried to look over at it and be tough, and I was like, yeah, there it is. And then you kind of get a little light. I get a little lightheaded and I have to look away. Needles is great. I love it, you know. So has your flu experience this past week changed your flu shot philosophy? Not or? at all. Doctors close to the program indicate that the flu shot wouldn't have prevented this strain of the flu anyway. So. Oh, yeah. That's what Dr. Your, our mutual friend, Dr. Margolis, that's what he told us when the girls got sick in Florida. So I guess you're okay with your policy. So what would the flu shot actually Other strains, apparently. I mean, it's unbelievable. How, let me ask you this, because I know you're at the back end of it now, but how rough a shape were you in? Because McCarthy's... McCarthy did say to the sideline reporter that you had a cold. Uh, <laughs> and so there was some, you got zinged a little bit on social media. Oh, he's playing with a cold. Uh, Cam Newton was in a car accident. But it was more than a cold. Yeah, it was It was not fun. It was a combination of, uh, you know, the way my voice sounds now. You can tell I'm stuffed up in the head and then, uh, you know, I have some, uh, some mucus uh, in the back of my throat and uh, the chills and sweats and different things. Yeah, it's, it was the whole deal. Um, I, so you you did you still speak at the uh, big team meeting that we heard about from the guys in the locker room? What happens in Vegas and what happens in team meetings stays team meetings in Vegas unless people want to leak what they want to leak. And some of them did, but you don't want to join them then. Um, I mean, I was up front. I was... I mean, I think there, it was leaked that I talked. <laughs> I can say it was very entertaining. Um, did yeah. you think? Did Did you guys need that? Like, I always think of players-only meetings coming when things are going really poorly. Overall, did you feel like it was? I like preemptive team meetings. Players-only. I, I think. Those, yeah, I think those are usually serve the purpose a little better. I mean, there's always. Uh, a time and a place when you're when you're going through a rough stretch where guys need to say stuff, but you know when it's uh, in those situations, sometimes it can be a little contrived with some of the some of the ideas. So we were uh, it was good it was a good meeting. Um, it wasn't anything that's gonna you know just wow anybody. I think with any of the comments, but it was it was good that uh, guys you know talked uh, talked and and offered their opinions and. The rest is uh, meant for that meeting. History. Um, McCarthy said yesterday that this is the way you want to be going into a playoff time with your regular season finale, where there's something significant on the line. Um, what's your recollection of last year? Last year, obviously, it was different. It was win and you're in. But do you feel like this is a good way to go into the the postseason and with something so important at stake? And what's the... What's the vibe around here? What's the excitement level the last two days? Well, yeah, it's it's definitely good to 
to start kind of the playoff mindset right now. We we kind of felt that last week, you know, knowing that we could win and be in. Um, you know, there's different schools of thought. You know, whether you can if you can rest in the last game, is that is that better for your football team or, or having a really competitive game going in? Is that better? You know, I think this way is is definitely. Um, you know, it's going to show us exactly where we're at going in the playoffs. You know, we have opportunity to wrap it up at home, a first-round bye, some rest, and win a division for the fourth time in a row, 8 no at home, all the different things that we can achieve, which would be really special. Um, you know, and if uh, if we don't, you know, we're going to be looking at the five or six seed and have to win multiple games on the road to get to the, the Super Bowl. So you win it, you win this one, you're at home. You win one and you're in the NFC Championship. You win that one, you're in Super Bowl. You're uh, wearing a nice blue T-shirt. Where's your Get Loud Lambo T-shirt that was distributed today? I wore it for my my interview with you, uh, with you guys today. Yeah, um, that was that was good. Um, it's a good design. It's green and white. It's got like some um, sound levels. It's like a graph. Yeah, like sound yeah. levels there um, with the the one on the end really really loud. So. Um, we're excited about it. You, you talked a couple of weeks ago, though. I don't know if you get royalties on this because it, you, you did kind of start the movement a little bit on this about the importance of your home crowd being loud, being a factor. What would loud. I get royalties? What do you? I don't understand what you're saying right now. Well, it was you know you royalties kinda, for what for uh, for starting sending the message first. No, I like, don't get any royalties for that. No, or, or maybe not royalties. Maybe a nod of hey, you know what? The quarterback might have been onto something, but. You talked about the importance of being loud and being loud at the right time. Um, how important is it this week with what's at stake? And I guess I, I, I don't pay as close of attention to the crowd as you do. There have been times when maybe it didn't cheer at the right time, so it's important to be for them to be on their game. What Where do you kind of fall on this? I think that this is an important week for our fans to be on their game, to be nice and loud and the, to bring it, you know, especially uh, – Especially on third downs, you know those are the the important downs of the game. Third down, and and if they get in the red zone or if they're way backed up, let's get it nice and uh, nice and loud, and make it tough on them. You know that that's what the home field advantage is all about. And our, our crowd's been great this year; they've been uh, really loud and um, and into the game. Haven't been a lot of, uh, if any, a lot of waves going on when we're on offense. Uh, it's been uh, it's been great. You know we got a a great game day environment, and I think that's really added to the the mystique of Lambo and the, and the difficulty in winning at Lambo. What's um when you're going through your preparation this week? I know Mike McCarthy um, discusses the media topics with you, right? He brings up what's going to be brought up by us. Is that correct? I'm not sure. Okay, you, that that's not a competitive advantage. That's just a fact. It is a competitive advantage. <laughs> um, and he he acknowledged today that one of them uh, was that. He talked, to, or you guys were informed that we'd all be asking about the Lions' losing streak in the state of Wisconsin. Um, I think you were eight the last time they won here. You guys are way too smart to be providing bulletin board material out of this topic. I'm just curious, what do you think of it? Like it's, it just seems like a crazy anomaly. What when when it gets brought up, what do you think? It's a geographical anomaly, right? I don't know, geographical? That's from uh, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Oh, wow. Two weeks from everything. God, I haven't. That's a good movie. Is it? Uh, yeah. I've never seen good. it in its entirety. Yeah, Clooney in its finest. He's very good. Yeah. It's it's a long streak. 
It's, <laughs> I don't know what else to say. It's been a long streak of okay. of wins at Lambeau. Cool. Thank you for your and input. and yeah. other places too. And another county Milwaukee stadium. County Stadium. Yeah. yeah. It's a long streak. It's good coffee today. Good. I'm glad. Uh, I'm you. glad you approve. I I cleaned the machine. Very, very good. Very uh, sanitary. So well, yeah. I I try. Well, I know you're sick. You're wearing a, uh, a neon yellow shirt, by the way. I am. Um, Just I for the the non-video uh, streamers here. They didn't. They didn't give me a get loud Lambo T-shirt. Otherwise, I would have donned it. I'm sure. You can probably get one at the pro shop. I, that's what I hear. Yeah. Um. So big picture, how do you feel about where your team is right now? I know you've got more to do. You got this game. You want to make a long playoff run. You want to win the Super Bowl. But when you look back, we're coming to the end of the year. You look back at where we were in week three, me annoying you into the relax comment. How do you feel about the way this team has grown and where it stands going into its most important game? I feel good about it. I feel good about our team. You know, we have the opportunity to actually accomplish a goal that we talk about uh, for years in quarterback school. And we talk about a, a, a goal, uh, a record goal of 12-4. and four. And Tom used to always get up there and talk about you win all your home games and you split your road games. You go 12 and 4, you're probably going to get a first round bye, win your division, uh, and have a lot of, you know, a lot of success there. And and that's what we got in front of us. We're, we were 4 and 4 on the road, have an opportunity to go 8 and 0 at home, um, you know, and, and beat a really good football team. Was in the playoffs. Feels good to be in the playoffs. Six straight years. That's quite an accomplishment. Um, you know, while we're at it, you know, Mike passing Vince Lombardi mm-hmm. uh, is is, is uh, incredible and. Uh, you know, we're all happy for Mike and, and everything he's accomplished here. He's, he's um, you know, he's not a not a guy who's going to get out front and uh, and toot his own horn. So he needs uh, he needs us to do it for him. We're really proud of him, and and uh, hopefully we can get uh, get him to 100 and get another 100 more wins. That'd be uh, that'd be quite a feat for him. But uh, it's been a, it's been a great year. Uh, a lot of growth in our guys. A lot of young guys playing at a high level. Uh, guys that we didn't probably expect to play well. A lot of second-year guys and third-year guys coming back and playing big roles for us. It's been great to see Randall stay healthy and have such a big season. Obviously, Jordy's had a had a phenomenal year. Um, Eddie has shown his versatility. The defense, you know, with with Clay doing so many things on defense, and and uh, obviously he had a great game last week. But Pep and what he's brought with his leadership, the back end, uh, doing a great job. Morgan playing great. Ha ha and Micah, you know, playing playing great roles for us on defense and growing. And obviously Sam and and Tremont and and having a healthy Casey Hayward. Um, has, has added a lot to our defense. AJ has been a, a warrior for us, and, and seeing Sam step up and make make a lot of plays. Defensive line, you know, with Dayton staying healthy, made a big play last week. Mike Daniels been so consistent. You know, Mike Neal staying healthy has been great for us. He's been a, a force inside, rushing the three tech and outside. Um, and then you know, look at the specialists. You know, very consistent guys. Guys who don't get a lot of credit, especially Tim. You know, punting in a really difficult, cold environment. Um, he's got an incredible leg. He's done a great job for us. Mason's been very accurate, and Brett's been uh, really reliable. So you look at our team as a whole, it's it's been a lot of fun. We've uh, we've responded well to adversity, I think, and uh, and haven't really believed the hype either way, the positive or negative from, from that's coming from the outside. And that's a credit to our leadership uh, from the top down of keeping guys focused on uh, what's really important. That's their daily preparation. I think, uh, you know, I think we, we can accomplish some great things as long as we stick together and, and play very efficient football. Were there any critical moments that you look back on this season besides when you were one and two? I mean, to get to the point where you're at today, were there any moments where 
they were really vital to getting you to this point, you think? Well, I look at a few of them, and actually a lot of them are on defense. You know, look at uh, a big drive uh, in that Jets game when we were down um, 21-9, uh, I believe it was 21-9, and Tremont came up with a pick, and we ended up turning that into in a touchdown there going in the half to give us some momentum. That was a big play there. He came up with it on, like, the two-yard line. He picked it off. I look at the drive in Chicago. The first time we played him, when there was no punts in the game. We stopped him right before half and tackled uh, Martellus uh, inbounds short of the goal line uh, going in. That was a huge, uh, huge play for us. We came out of halftime, got a field goal to make it 24-17, and then got a turnover. Next thing you know, we're up by two scores uh, with the touchdown. So that was um, – you know, that was really big for us uh, to be able to do that. We've had some some important uh, finishes to games, drives. You know, you think about the Minnesota game with a, with a big finish, the Atlanta game, offensively holding on the ball late in the game and moving moving the sticks. You know, the, the Miami game, uh, you know, with ten points there in the last four and a half minutes, you know, showed a lot of uh, a lot of character with our football team, but. You know, it's going to be every time you stand in front of a team at the end of the season, you could you could look around and say, each one of you is going to have the opportunity to make an impact play this year. You just need to be ready for the opportunity. And you think about, you know, Andrew with his big play there, Richard with, you know, a, a big touchdown against New England. Um, you know, guys who who you know who have had uh, you know maybe just one or two flashes here and there, um, but they've been really important important things for us. Uh, and everybody has the opportunity to make plays. TJ recovered a fumble there against Miami to keep that drive alive. Um, you know, Devontae's made some incredible game against uh, against New England. Um, yeah, just guys have made plays along the way, and uh, when their number's been called, and that's what we got to do moving forward. Last question for me, then we'll get to one inside the helmet. We'll look ahead to the Lions and do some many Christmas. We're still in the first segment here? Well, you said you've got a half hour, so I'm trying to get All you right. out of here on time. I know your schedule is different this week. Um, the Pro Bowl announcement is tonight. Good luck. Thanks. Um, it's too late to stump for your teammates. You've done a little bit of it already this season, but who do you think is deserving, and, and who would you really like to see get the honor tonight when those are announced? Well, I think that Jordy is, is definitely deserving. I think he's had an incredible season, and he deserves to be voted in. I think Randall as well deserves to be voted in. Um, offensive line, there's multiple guys who, who could be voted in. I think the guards especially have probably the biggest names on the offensive line, uh, but all five of them are deserving of recognition, whether they're voted in or, or alternates. Um, I would love to see John Kuhn get voted in. You know, John's been such a integral part of our team over the years, and um, for him to get voted in would mean a lot to uh, to him. As he's late in his career, and uh, and to me as as a close friend of John's, I'd love to see uh, him get that recognition uh, that I think he deserves. Let's go to inside the helmet, taking a look at one of the plays from last week's game or Sunday's game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The play I wanted to ask you about: you had a a, a, a down the field throw, not a deep ball, but I think it was a post to Jordy, and he ended up taking a hit. Um, and you've talked a lot on these on this show and, and elsewhere about trying to protect your guys from getting hit. Do you know which play I'm referring to here? Yes. Um, what how, are there times where you just can't avoid it? Can you take us through that play? And and I know you try not to get your guys in harm's way, but it, it looked like maybe he was on that one. Well, they had multiple guys on the field, more than eleven. So we quick snapped right. them, and I just kind of read Jordy's body language. He was going down the middle. And I checked outside for a quick sec, and 
I think it was third and uh, more than eight, I would say. So uh, Jordy was actually the only one. Uh, I think Randall on the slot on the other side might have been um, might have been in a position to get the first down, but uh, felt good about the throw. I knew it was going to be high and, and, and over the middle, but uh, kind of felt as well he might take a shot. But Jordy does such a great job of kind of uh, – you know, protecting himself in those situations by just allowing him to hit a certain part of his back. And I think uh, the shot was probably looked worse than it really was. I hope it was. Okay. That's what I'm kind of telling myself after a play like that. But um, <laughs> but he goes up and gets it, made a great play on the ball, and, you know, big first down for us. And uh, he's made plays like that uh, all the time. You know, it's about protecting receivers is really about uh, – your eyes and your accuracy. You know, if you're staring a guy down, they're probably going to get uh, get in harm's way more likely than if you're not. And also, if you you put the ball in a in a position where they're they're going to be in a compromised position with their body or arms, you know, they they could take one of those devastating shots. You know, there's been a few over the years that you just feel terrible about. Um, I remember throwing a ball to, to Greg in uh, 2008, I believe it was, down in New Orleans, and and uh, he, he got rocked. The guy got a penalty for it. He drilled him in the head. But it just, you know, you never want to put your guys in a situation like that. I threw a crossing route to Jermichael um, against Cleveland in '09, and uh, he took kind of a cheap shot uh, low uh, on his knee and, and was out for a few weeks after that. Um, and you feel bad about that one. Obviously, the one to Randall against the Ravens. Um, yeah, those are those are plays where you're where you're just disappointed. Uh, you know, you guys getting hurt when they're making plays for you, but uh, you know some of that stuff's out of your control. And then when it's in your control, you can make an accurate throw. That's when you want to make sure you're you're saving your guys from the big shots. Let's talk about the Lions. You face them in Week Three. What do you see that's different about them, and and what are the challenges that uh, you know you'll be facing this week based on your experience with them and what you've seen on film of late? Well, it, it's possible Nick Fairley's going to be out. He was playing against us, and then James. Ahedabo is uh, is thank you. Yeah, I'm really proud of Remember that. Remember when you yeah. couldn't pronounce him yeah, last year in Baltimore? Yes, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be playing, uh, I'm sure. So, uh, so those are kind of the main the main differences. Stephen uh, Tulloch is out, obviously, but um, but Tamir is playing for him and playing well. Uh, you know, I think it's it's a talented group. It starts with the front, uh, but um, I think in, in more this year than than years past, uh, their back end is playing really really well. Uh, Mathis and Clay are playing really good. Uh, Glover Quinn, uh, you know, has a, I think has a legit shot to be a, a Pro Bowler this year. He's had a number of interceptions. He's played at a really high level. Um, I think Cassius Vaughn, uh, the nickel, is is, uh, is having a good season as well. So it's it's a talented group. The front is uh, is is great. It's led by Sue, who's one of the most dominated players uh, the league's seen in a long time. Uh, he's uh, you know he does it all. He's he's got the power. He's got speed rush. He's very good hands. Um, he's athletic, you know. He just he's uh, he's a force inside, um, and he's you know he's in a contract year, but uh, the production is uh, the same, uh, if not higher, than it's always been. You know, he's he's always um, a guy you have to account for every play, and and uh, he's one of the best in the game, uh, any position. So definitely got to got to account for him, and uh, got to be able to protect it if you want to do anything. They've been incredible against the run. Only one team has rushed for 100 yards against them. Um, so you, you always want to say you want to have balance, but um, they make it very difficult uh, with uh, the way that they tackle and the way that they get after you in the run game. So uh, we're going to have to try and find some balance and uh, and be effective uh, throwing the football in order to win the game. 
All right, let's get to your Ask Aaron questions. The hashtag is Ask Aaron on Twitter. You can email them in as well. We'll start with Mike, uh, going back to our discussion about the flu. What's the most sick you've ever been for a game? Maybe it was this week, and how did you get through it? Yeah, this was definitely right up there. I'm, I'm trying to think uh, trying to think of one, another time when I was uh, really not feeling well for a game. Um, I was miserable standing on the sidelines of, you know, January, I think it was 23rd of 08 in the NFC Championship against the Giants. That was miserable. Right. Um, and I'm sure I got sick from that night, as many people in the stands probably did. But, um, but yeah, this was uh, this was as bad, especially the night before. I, I felt really bad the night before, um, a little bit better Sunday morning, and then, you know, got through the game and, and uh, started to improve the last couple of days. Okay, one more. This is more of a tip for you, really, than anything. Uh, Mary says, I teach first grade in Iron Mountain, Michigan, and many of my children were out with the respiratory flu as well. Many of my kids' parents claim that rubbing Vicks Vapor Rub on the bottom of your feet and putting socks on before you go to bed works. I'm just trying to help feel better. So I, I want to try that. You know what? I do. You do that? I, I rub Vicks on my, yeah, on my feet. I heard that I heard that a few, a few years ago, and, and I tried it. I don't know if it works, but uh, but I'm a believer. Uh, that's awesome. I'm glad I read Mary's there. Uh, Michael says, hilarious Papinga impression last week. What, if any other impressions, do you do? I stick with my good ones. Brady's one of my best, for sure. All right, you got to have other good ones, then. You said there's more than one. Know. Do you do a McCarthy? Yeah. Lang does a McCarthy. What? T.J. Lang does a... He does the best, McCarthy. I think T.J. does. Um, I don't know. Brady is just so good. He's one of my... He's definitely one of my go-tos there. And I think he really liked it. I'm excited. I just got uh, Brady's book. I'm excited to read it. Is that available on tape, or do you have to read it? I hope it's on... Uh, I, I want it to be on tape with Brady's voice. How awesome would that be? Like, you're driving to your car, and Brady Papinga <laughs> is is reading you his book. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and then I clotheslined him, and then his <laughs> eyes started watering. All I right. said, gotcha, buddy. <laughs> All right, a couple more, because you're on your press for time. I did a good Van and Bosch impression. I, I feel that like... Was one of the that was one of the stellar moments of this show before Relax got all the attention. The best part about that was that he didn't disagree with anything I said. He's like, yep, that's how it went. You want to give us a, ooh, I got you good? No, no, I Come can't. Come on. Let's just let it live by itself. It's like a sequel to a great movie. It's like, do you want to go back and do it? Apparently not. This uh, is not far off from, it's not far off from Brady. You'd be like, oh, you just doing the Brady. No, I, that was the Vandenbosch. Right. It's a little different, right? There's, there's subtleties. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a couple of mid-range questions for you. All right. Uh, Jordan says, the Badgers beat your Bears last night. They're really your Badgers more than your Bears, right, at this point? Yes. When it comes to basketball, especially. Uh, who yeah, are the Badgers? Big Sam. Sam and Big Frank. Yeah. Who yeah. on the Badgers has the best mid-range? I don't know. I would say Sam, but I think my mid-range is a little better. So he's got to have a better <laughs> mid-range than me. So Frank probably. Right. Frank's got He's got a great uh, great shot. All right. And then Chad says, uh, are the check-down passes to running backs in the NFL the version of the mid-range jumper? No, I don't think so. Is there a version of the mid-range jumper in football? It's it's you know apples and oranges there. And rutabagas. Uh, yeah, Lucille. Potatoes I, and tomatoes. I can, I must have gotten 
75 different versions of this question, not just for Ask Aaron. But so, you're exaggerating. No, right? tweets about it during the game, emails about it. Uh, I'm giving the honor to Lucille to ask about it, and you can explain it. Um, would you please ask Aaron why his uniform has a different color C than mm. the other captains? It looks like Aaron's is golden color and the others are white. Yeah, once you hit uh, four years as a team captain, then the it, fifth. Yeah, then it changes. Is, then you get that gold. Yeah. How was the uh, photobombing without you this week? Did I don't know if it happened. I don't know. All six of us were out there, though. Yeah. It's hard to I get saw it. a picture of us walking out, and I felt really small next to Julius. Because <laughs> he's <laughs> humongous. I think he makes everybody feel that way. Yeah. Um, Josh's question is, does Olivia have any single sisters? No. Oh, sorry, Josh. Uh, Christian says, Aaron, do you remember? I I, I love this question. Okay. Oh, it's going to be great that. then. <laughs> do you remember your first year as a starter playing the Lions for the last game of the season at Lambeau Field and smiling and waving to the crowd on your way to the locker room after the game? It was my first time seeing you live, and the look on your face said a lot of good things were to come. Thank you for everything you've done for the people of Wisconsin, especially the children, and best of luck on Sunday. I don't know. I'm sure you remember it. The reason why I like it is that was really an important moment for you, and you're playing them again in the finale. Why was that moment so important to you? That was one of the top five moments of my career. Um, that, not even the game, just that feeling walking walking off the field. Um, I would put it up there with, uh, you know, obviously the Super Bowl and, and the playoff run, Atlanta game. Um, you know, the game at USC in college, even though we lost, just a feeling of kind of being in the zone, uh, winning the big game my, my last year at Cal, and then uh, walking back on the field after I broke my collarbone. Uh, that ovation is right up there with the ovation after the Detroit game. I mean, we're a 6-10 and 10 football team, and I remember walking off um, proud about what had just happened, winning the game. But uh, obviously disappointed that was the last game of the, of the year. But uh, the ovation uh, meant a lot to me because it had been a long year, uh, starting with Brett's retirement, me being named a starter. You know, then they drafted a couple guys, and Brett was thinking about coming back, and then all that stuff happened. And um, and then to to have the ups and downs of the season where we started off, we won a couple, and then and then had a losing streak and, and lost a few games there in a row in uh, November and December. Um, just that moment uh, gave me an excitement about the future and uh, really gave me uh, the connection, the beginning of a really strong connection but that I felt between the fans and myself where there was just uh, an, an overflow of love coming from them to me and then me right away in my mind giving it right back for uh, for the appreciation. So that that's always going to be a really special moment to me, the end of my first year starting and, and definitely one of the top five moments of my career. See, that's why I like that question. Last couple, they're all Christmas-related, and then we'll get you out of here. Dan says, my coworker gave me a Christmas gift that was totally unexpected. Do I now have to get her one? Any help is appreciated. Well, first of all, I think my I'll just tell you my own personal uh, gift rule, that if you get something, that it, it, a piece of clothing that you have to wear at least once. I don't know if you all feel the same way, but that's kind of a personal uh, policy there, even if it's the ugliest thing you've ever seen in your life. Just wear it one time. You have a little fun with it. But uh, 
That is a, a conundrum there. When somebody who you're not expecting to give you a gift gives you a gift, I would say if you don't give one that year, the next year, then you be preemptive and give it to them a few that person a few days before, so that you got one today, the 23rd. So you next year give them one on like the 21st, and then put put the pressure back on them because they're thinking, ah, he didn't give me one last year, so I'm not getting them one this year. Then you give them one a few days earlier. Put the pressure back on them. So then they probably won't get a gift. You probably won't get a gift this that year, but the year after. Watch out on the 19th. Yeah. It's coming. <laughs> uh, Joe says, what is your favorite holiday tradition and your least favorite? I don't know. How do you have a least favorite? I don't really know how you have a least favorite. I, I always enjoyed watching uh, It's a Wonderful Life on uh, Christmas Day and usually watching... Um, White Christmas on uh, on Christmas Eve, kind of growing that's up. A that was, of yeah, that was, yeah, those were two of our favorite movies growing up. Uh, what do you do uh, Christmas Day now, Mike? Change the schedule. In. Is that what you're going to try and get sleep healthy? In for yeah, sure. yeah. Get the one day we get to sleep in this week. Um, you know what? I, we weren't allowed. We go to my grandma's house when I was a kid. We weren't allowed to open our stockings until nighttime. So you had to look over, like, all that candy and then the little cool presents in the stocking. And you're like, I can't open that till nighttime. So once we started having Christmas at our house, we'd get after those stockings <laughs> real early. Um, like the early wake-up for video games. Yeah. Kind of the same concept. Yeah, reset the clocks. There you go. Last, uh, last three. Mario says, Merry Christmas. What is your favorite holiday meal? Uh, shoot, I don't know. Um what are you gonna What are you gonna eat on Thursday? Waffles. <laughs> Love waffles. <laughs> Christmas waffles. Uh, Vic says not Vic Ketchman. Um, you haven't been tweeting from that account recently, by the way. Which player has the most Christmas spirit, and which one is the biggest Grinch on your team? It's <laughs> uh, tough. I'm trying to think who's got the most Christmas spirit. James Starks probably's got the most Christmas spirit because he's the happiest dude at the whole facility. Least Christmas spirit, oh, one of those big angry bears. I don't know, Josh maybe. Yeah, Josh is he's he's kind of like he's got the Santa Claus physique. Um, he took kids Christmas shopping. At yeah, Coles. yeah, I know. I'm just thinking about who was kind of in a grumpy mood today. Nobody was grumpy. Everybody was happy. Yeah. Nobody as happy as James Starks, but everybody was happy. That's the scale. Uh, and the last one, and you, you're going to have to pick two additional movies now because you gave us two of them. Brad says, we recently had a baby, so it will be our first Christmas that we aren't able to return to Wisconsin to be with family since it will be a little quiet around our house. Although, Brad, not with a baby, I'm guessing. Uh, we were thinking to have a Christmas movie marathon what are the three top Christmas movies in your estimation? Now, give them two extras since you already gave. Yeah, well, we talk, actually talked about this in the quarterback room today. Uh, Van Pelt and Scott say Christmas Vacation is their favorite movie. Uh, Flynn said uh, Elf and um, Christmas Story. Okay. And Tom said It's a Wonderful Life, and I said White Christmas and It's a Wonderful Life. So I would say all those... Flynn also said the Santa Claus is, is, I don't know if he's talking about one, two, three, four, five, or six, but um, I don't know if he's in six, but uh, but those actually are, are funny. I love Elf. I think Elf is a great movie. Um, Christmas Story is awesome. Christmas Vacation, I mean, how can you beat uh, uh, Chevy Chase and, and, uh, and the crew in that one? Although Vegas Vacation is my favorite uh, of the vacations. Um, 
But if you were watching It's a Wonderful Life, White Christmas, Elf. Um, die Hard. Yeah, definitely That's die a Christmas hard. movie, right? <laughs> oh. <clears throat> Sorry, I had to cough wow. there. I'm not usually funny enough to get you to cough. Uh, yeah, must that's be sick. sickness. That's, that's, not, that's not funny. But, uh, but yeah, there's nothing like uh, like putting on uh, some some movies and nibbling on your stocking a little bit. All right, we're over time. I kept you five minutes longer than I promised. The show's over. Get out of here. You got the last game regular week. season show. Yeah, I can tell you're all broken up about it. We got plenty of playoff shows to go, though. Yeah, we'll enjoy them. All right. Merry Christmas, Thanks everybody for coming out by. There. Thanks for listening. This has been the Aaron Rodgers Show.